So we have another class or meeting or what formation class, book study, whatever we call it. So thank you for coming. And we are going to continue this text 86. Mm -hmm. uh, Fred, do you have a book with? No, I'm just borrowing it. Okay. But you can have your own. <laughs> I don't have more. But. All right. Okay. <laughs> he who neglects action and depends on theoretical knowledge holds a staff of reed instead of a double-edged sword. And when he confronts his enemies in time of war, it will go into his hand and pierce it, injecting its natural poison. Well, very important text or spiritual law. And I think even is many, many centuries long, uh, ago, when you when we said it is something what should apply really for our age, for our times, because uh, and this this spiritual law urges us that we should not like uh, look at those old advice of saints with disrespect. Because many times we are doing that. Oh, this is like old saying, we are have new, new time, new technology, new life, new society, new conditions for life. So we somehow, uh, read it with not this intention to take the, those advices to our heart. And uh, the problem, I think, last 200 years, I would say, is that, well, there is more, uh, there is more things to this, but uh, with uh, new technology, with new science, especially, and with, with uh, this progress in medicine, science, and uh, technologies, and changing of society, somehow we have this temptation uh, to think that if we know so much from these areas, that uh, we don't need these old things. This one one temptation. Another temptation is that uh, with this ability of the, all this technology which we have, everything is available to us. And, uh, and it is too much. We have like limits how to receive uh, uh, information that um, I I read recently that advice that if you are sending something on uh, uh, Instagram it should be very short 
and they said that there are short videos some kind you know like uh, which are more and more popular and there are like 60 seconds 15 seconds or something long I said they are popular because this attention our attention is really short that even when we have like newspaper we go after titles of articles and it's very dangerous because then we somehow think that we got knowledge but it is like very shallow knowledge and this way how we receive information is uh, it afflicts how we receive information about God, about spiritual life. You know that uh, many times uh, with the knowledge about God and spiritual life, we are similar. Well, I don't know if it is here, you know, but in Slovakia, I can compare it to those guys in local bar. You know, if you want solution for some kind of problem, go there, and this bar is filled with experts for everything from hockey, soccer, up to solving all kinds of problems of the world, you know, they know the best, but they don't. It's funny, actually. <coughs> but in, in the same way, we can compare ourselves many times to uh, how, we, how we deal with this um, not complete and full understanding of spiritual life and because of that um, we are not able to live in fullness this spiritual life and uh, third thing is I think this western civilization it is that there was this pressure um, let's not search for reasons but some kind of pressure that which, which forced many to think if I have intellectual knowledge about God, I have spiritual life. Mm-hmm. You know, if they, be, they identify the same thing, but it is something totally wrong. It's not true. And because of that, you have, uh, you have, you have a lot of people who uh, give their opinions and uh, like recently this problem with this document which was issued by Rome I was watching a commentary of one person and I don't say that he was saying wrong things but everything was correct what he said everything was correct there was no like false there but you could feel that the person doesn't have this spiritual life in himself. It was cold. It was not. It was not so good. You you can feel that. And uh, so many times we approach these things, problems, even from this theological view with this knowledge about theology, about things, which is correct, but it's not correct. We can argue about that, but, but, it is just called knowledge. 
He doesn't say anything about my spiritual life. And and but this is something what our civilization so even like Western Church. I mean now Western Church. I mean now general uh, those who belong to this Western sphere. You know. So it is. It is. Uh, uh, we have to keep in mind that this knowledge without sp- real spiritual life effort is nothing and can harm us like what Saint uh, Mark is saying that we can be harmed with this knowledge when we stand against enemy because you can have this theory, uh, this knowledge, intellectual knowledge but when in it comes to this spiritual warfare, this temptation, this encounter with our invisible enemy. This knowledge, intellectual knowledge, is nothing. Actually, he can use it against us because he can like puff our pride, you know, and uh, and we are not able to. Um, defeat this our enemy. So what he says now in this it is something what is very important and I think the conclusion should be this one that more than intellectual knowledge I should search and to try to gain practical knowledge which comes out from practical spiritual life. And actually, this was for many centuries. This was this way. Uh, there is a story from life of a monk Pambo. He was a very famous um, monk, holy monk, uh, like fourth or fifth century. I, I don't remember now exactly. And when he was younger monk, he couldn't read, so he came to different monk and uh, elder I said give me word give me word may I can live record this word he meant something from scripture so <coughs> that ma- that elder gave him started to say this psalm uh, we are seeing during uh, Presentia gives liturgy that uh, uh, how it is put God. Yes. Exactly this one. And he wanted to continue, and Pambo said, Stop, it's enough for me. You know, to want this verse. And he left after like six months. This other met him and said, Pambo, tell me, he said, How are you doing with this verse? You didn't come with for another. He said, Well, <laughs> I, I barely, so from time to time, I'm able to fulfill this verse. How can I come? So after like a year or two, uh, again they met, and it's the same question. Pamu said, "Oh well, I'm trying. It sometimes it works, sometimes not." And then after six, seven years, uh, they met again, and, Pam, and same question. Pamu said, "Now after so many years and struggle." With help of God's grace, I'm able to keep the word you gave me. 
So he, he got mm. one verse from Psalm. And working on this verse, six or seven years, I, I don't remember that, but a long time, until he mastered that. And this is something what is missing in our spiritual life. That that uh, we are many times we are hungry for many 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 informations and to know and some many times it's not necessary. We can say well okay, but if I concentrate on one thing, you know that there will be many things will be missing. But it's not true. Some base like great he says that. You work on one virtue, so other will grow too. So it's impossible that, like Pambo, if he was saying, uh, he was trying to keep guard for his mouth, is what he speaks, what words he's saying. For sure, he was able to control his speech and thought them. But how many other passions he defeated through this? You know, and this is and and this is what made him so holy monk, so great monk, because he concentrated on gaining virtue. So we should never have this like bad feeling that okay if I am working on something to improve that I'm missing something. And many times it is like this experience, this letter of divine descent, ascent, that sometimes one step of this 30, you can be there like for three, four years until you master that. But through this exercise, you gain some kind of strength or qualities that then Another three, four, five steps, you go like in like one month, you are able to master that. So we should, we should, this temptation, if you want to gain whole knowledge without executing the knowledge. All right, questions or comments? All right. 87. Every thought has its weight and measure in God's sight, for it is possible to think about the same thing either passionately or objectively. So several, several texts now uh, are connected with thoughts, and uh, this discerning thoughts and judging thoughts uh, it's very important ascetical practice. Uh, these holy teachers of spiritual life remind us that well, this is important for you to to really judge almost each thought you have. And uh, um, in many monasteries, for years, there were like this um, uh, this uh, practice that this. Uh, that yeah, every evening monks uh, they they uh, reveal their thoughts to elder every day evening. And actually, mm-hmm. we have this in Kamplin. 
Do you know forgiveness vespers? Okay, so this this hold is right in the end when we ask for forgiveness. So, you know, like in parishes, we pray this like on on this uh, before the great fast. But if this was practice and uh, for every day, that every day it repeated that that uh, they were revealing their thoughts, and then there was this this. Prayer. Now it is ultimately different for us, and um, and why it is important because when you are revealing your thoughts, you have to name them, you have to judge them. You know that this practice was not only um, uh, expressing that confessing wrong things, but it was good practice because. If I want to reveal my thoughts, I have to identify them. I have to think about them. I have to judge them, if they are good or wrong. And uh, and this is and 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 with that, I am getting very clear, slowly, very clear understanding who I am. I I I can see. Uh, what is in my heart, in which state is my soul, I can see that. And when I know myself, I can enter to the state of uh, uh, repentance. And uh, uh, if we don't have this understanding who we are, we don't know ourselves. So we can have like wrong we can make wrong conclusions for example St. Isaac Syrian he says in one part that does that one who drinks can he believe that there are people that there are people who don't drink does adulterers believes believe that there are people who live in purity and he continues in day and, and, and he describes through this that if I am under under uh, some kind of thoughts which I ignore and they are present, they, they somehow form or my heart to that measure that I see those things who are wrong in me as uh, good things or actually something even virtuous. You know, and uh, and 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 this is that uh, this is uh, very important for our spiritual life because if we don't have correct understanding, we cannot make progress. And and I remember one teenager in Slovakia that she was saying that uh, she, <laughs> she was a tough young lady and she said if I know that this is true I have to defend this true so well alright but she was doing that this way that sh she almost killed everybody around her you know if those people didn't agree with her 
even she was right. So, but well, that so she was like, there was, there is, there was this virtue somehow that she was defending truth, but she didn't know that she's doing that with passion, which was wrong, you know, without mercy, without love, without uh, discernment, and uh, well, it was, it was tough, and she was not able to see that part of herself. And so we can be blind towards towards ourselves. So uh, this one thing, another thing is that um, what he says that we can. Uh, it is possible to think about the same thing with passion or with indifference. So how people see us many times. We see our thoughts and acts which are comfy thoughts like, okay, this is right. But people around us can see he's doing this passion. The same thing, but two views. And the same thing is like what we are doing, we think, well, we are fine, but in God's eyes, we are slaves of passions. And this is why we have to test our thoughts. And uh, this is why very important then that from this monastic life, you know, what is there left for us somehow this, uh, that we, we test our conscience every evening. We, we judge our activities and uh, and we have to we have to find time not only to judge what we have done but really the thoughts because if we judge our thoughts then then this is like source of impulses uh, which force us to to correct ourselves. That makes sense. Can you continue? After fulfilling a commandment, expect to be tempted for love of Christ is tested by adversity. Well, this is very important spiritual law. And I think each of us experience this spiritual law. And uh, probably we didn't understand at the time that what is going on. But I think that each of us has this, had this <coughs> experience that we decided to do something very, very good and what is pleasing God. And suddenly, like, storm came with uh, many difficulties or somebody uh, offended us very badly or uh, something happened what caused a lot of problems for us 
almost stopped us to execute this good deed. And um, all these spiritual fathers, they have, they have the same message for us. And like Isaac Syrian, he says that when you, when you are about to start a good work, before that you have to prepare yourself for temptations, which will come. He said, he doesn't say that maybe they will come. They will come. And he says that because it is like a tactic of our enemy that when he sees somebody who makes good decision for good work to attack him with very heavy temptations, he wants that person to scare and to cool down his zeal uh, to do this good deed which uh, pleases God. And so this one thing is that there is a like, source of temptation, uh, these temptations comes from our in, uh, invisible enemy. St. Mark says in this, in this uh, uh, the same, the same uh, spiritual law, but he points to another source of difficulties. And he says that many um, are coming from God as a test. And it's not test, uh, he doesn't need the test to to show if what is in our heart because he already knows our heart. The test is uh, not needed for him, the test is needed for us. And it is very important because many times when we when we finish good deed, some, some kind of work, um, many times this, this good deed is uh, poisoned immediately with our pride or satisfaction. You know? And then it has no value for heaven. Even the best ever deed has no value because we, we damage that. But if this is why God allows that uh, this temptation to, to come to us because through this temptation we turn to him and we are asking for help, for grace, for mercy, for blessing and because of that then we are thank thankful to him because we see that we would be not able to do it by ourselves. And in this way we are protected from this like temptation to give credit to ourselves. We give full credit to God. And, and, and it is not bad to, to search for the source of these temptations uh, because if we start to think and try to understand if it is from God or if it is from evil one, um, slowly we, 
will be able to somehow gain this ability to discern but and and, and with that uh, our ability to judge very fast our thoughts will increase and this will be a big blessing for our spiritual life right Good. Well, I would think also the you said uh, being tested, whether however it is. I mean, but if God allowing that testing to happen, um, that you're turning to Him um, to help you through it. But it's all. I mean, and through that, you're realizing that you. I mean, you're each time that happens, you're gaining more and more strength to overcome those yeah. tests that that he allows it to happen because he wants you to grow and become stronger when those arrive and even if it's always him doing it there could be that time where like you said is it the devil or is it is it god you know who's doing it who's, who's the one allowing this to happen to you and so it, it, at some point you're going to be tested not by God or you know around God allowing it to happen, but but you know like you said the devil's tried to subverge what you're doing and the good things you're doing, and but you've gained that strength through the other ones that God has allowed to happen to you, and you've always turned to Him and gotten that strength. But now you've become stronger through Him to overcome those things. So eventually, your your strength builds up to be able to. Sure. Sure, I just uh, but thank you for that because probably I need to make a little bit clarification that everything comes from God. Right. You know, even like evil one can tempt us only with God's permission. Okay, so so be, and everything what is allowed in our life by God. Uh, serves for our salvation if we take it correctly but but with this God allowance you know there is some kind of activity of evil one which is allowed by God but sometimes God arranges things really to for us as you said to gain experience you know but um I will be very careful with this um, way of thinking that to become strong. Well, I, I, yeah, I meant strong through that. Yes. So exactly where to go to. Yeah. Go. You have yeah. strength through Christ. Yeah. Through God, you, you've gained that strength and the knowledge that you have that strength. This experience. God. Well, yes, but this this is correct, but. Uh, we should um, never um, somehow count on this strength. You know that uh, because uh, many times happens that if we we have these experiences through many trials and testing and crisis, we see, we understand that our spiritual experience is growing. 
because we are becoming stronger in and more fast in correct discernment. And, and there is a spiritual that the biggest temptations, the worst temptations, are not those who, we, if evil one tempts you to do some very raw sin, you know, clearly sinful something, it is that he takes, this temptation takes this pious look. And, uh, and for those who went through many these spiritual battles, warfares, and they gain this experience, there is a, this temptation which comes with whispering thoughts, I am strong, I can defeat that. I, and, and always when I put this I there, I can, uh, we are in a huge danger. That, sure, experience is there, and yes, we, we are able to manage more temptations, but still, there, is, there has to be this uh, dependency on God, on God's grace. This is priority, not I. Does it make sense? Isn't that, isn't that what we're reading on number 86? About the staff and the reed? Yeah. Instead of the doubles? Well, similar, but, but, um, uh, similar, but that one is more about uh, intellectual knowledge, not spiritual knowledge, you know. Oh. This, but thank you for that because I you helped me to bring this clarification a little bit to stress. It's um, there. Look, there are. I I am going to avoid uh, names. Okay. I <coughs> know several priests who really gained, they were really pious and on fire and uh, and they did a lot of good work on spiritual field. But um, they became very popular and uh, but well I mean, popular because they were doing good things, you know, correct things. It was uh, not some kind of like false popularity. They they really uh, were bringing people to Christ. But there always there was some kind of moment when this uh, popularity uh, broke them, and it was moment probably when they stop to depend on Christ and they started to depend on themselves. I can do this. You know, I can. And uh, almost very shortly after that, it was like fall with this mountain down. And, uh, you know, this is, this is very common. This is very common that... Um, Those people who are somewhere on the light and and leaders would say and and, and good thing they need a lot of pra uh, press because they are they are attacked very badly and then 
because you know if evil one destroys this leader he destroys like all really facing many people who are disappointed and many times those effects are horrible so this is why when we read these holy fathers it's like non-stop they are this this calling to humility you know and uh, to to join thoughts to to see on mistakes and uh, yeah. and it's, it's it's very it's very difficult but uh, if we keep this humility and and we see that and and we really always are searching for God's help for God's mercy and we say well without you I cannot do anything this is the best way how to approach and and uh, but why why I'm saying this this is that if you are gaining more strength remember that you become bigger target you know and and because of that even more we have to be cautious about protecting ourselves so well. it's not I can do all things but I can do all things through Christ mm. yeah it's it's uh, it's true, but well, I would not put it as slogan, you know, because uh, yes, it is scripture. This, but but uh, uh, f- for those who are mature, they understand. Who are not mature in faith, they always taking I I can do this, you know, through Christ. But well. I can do some things through Christ only when I am with Christ. And the question is if I am with Christ. If I am in this unity with Him. And uh, I think this this is something what I think that in this time we are trying to be in unity with God. We are on this journey towards unity with Christ. So um, yeah. There's a, there's a lot there's a lot of these things you know that <coughs> uh, these uh, these phrases which comes from scripture and they are really uh, correct you know but it is like. Uh, We have like there is a saying in Slovakia in one that that after like harvest of wheat, so you have like on the fields you have these big piles of these straws, you know that what is it's big one, big one. So he says that it is like to say something like that. It to it is like to give your child uh, matches and send him to play in this pile of straws, you know. So, 
sometimes we are able to identify very quickly these uh, states where we are not. Like example, uh, when Saint John of Cross he writes about this uh, night of soul. Did did I talk about that last time? Okay, so I, I'm just just came to mind. So this example, you know that, and then many people who read this work, and they have some kind of um, like some kind of difficulties, which might be caused by by some compassion, just melancholy. Or nostalgia or something, and they say, "I am, I am going through this." What Saint John of Cross is talking about, and they are too far from that, and because of that, it's not correctly understand what he's saying, and so, so they, they don't, they stop to search. What is more, because those who are in same formation with Saint John in, in monastery. Even they had difficulties to understand it fully. But holy souls, they know what he was talking about. It was totally something different. So, so many times we have to pay attention to what we are saying to people who are on the beginning of their spiritual life. Because sometimes we, we mean it good but they can take it wrong, understand the wrong way, and they do ascribe to this like um, or put stress on on wrong things, you know that. Um, well, anyway, crack. You pretty much already touched on what I was thinking about, but. I just noticed in reading over and over again the homilies of St. Isaac, he always talked about every little gift that you get, every little insight you get, um, whether it be an affliction or whether, you know, being revealed through another monk or someone else, it always has to be going back to that absolute humility where it's immediately glory to God because nothing is generated from you. And you notice at the end of every single one of his homilies, he's constantly saying, Glory to God for the ages to ages yeah. to come. Amen. It's every lesson he's teaching, it goes back to no matter what you think you know, it's you gotta go back to God is showing this, God is revealing this, God is doing this, and you aren't doing anything. It's uh it's always back to humility. Yeah, but but this saying is correct. You know, just the problem is that People who don't have this, like for example, this fundament of humility or something, they don't, they don't, didn't acquire full this virtue. They can take it differently, you know, and they put stress on I, that on God. And uh, so, this is why uh, I had this urge to maybe to to touch this. Okay. Sorry, I doesn't, stole. Doesn't it tie into the idea of having a spiritual father to be able to work through what is a passionate, 
thought versus an objective versus like sure um, sure just yeah you know discerning like this is why why what is a tr the trial where you know uh, the I know it's not necessarily you know doesn't make a difference whether the source is from the evil one or from God in like a holistic way well but I mean obviously if we know the commandments we you know I just the first thing I thought of is like Abraham's you know going up and you know doing the Lord's bidding which was go and take mm -hmm. your son and sacrifice him you are right and and uh, this is why we heard before like prayers that we have to reveal your our thoughts to uh, the monks that we're doing to elder and uh, many times we are doing that through confession uh, when we bring not only sins but even those thoughts which uh, were annoyed to us we, which were attacking us for a longer time to come with discernment you know to, to search for discernment and uh, many times uh, Many times God helps that confessor to identify, you know, that what is that. But uh, look, the, the sacrament of confession is always valid, but but uh, it's not always it's it's not always a each it doesn't apply that each priest is spiritual father. Correct. Mm -hmm. I I struggle with that because it's it's very difficult for me to to fulfill this uh, role because if you if you read about description, what does it mean to be spiritual father? So well. I should go somewhere to lock mm -hmm. myself, you know, and to cry over my sins, you know. And and it is very rare now to find a real spiritual father. And uh, and this is why, why it is important why we read this. I mean, learn to read this this text of holy fathers because many of these saints in different centuries they. They were giving this advice that to those who couldn't find the spiritual father. And even in those times, you know, people were traveling to these elders. It was rare in each century. There were not plenty of them. And uh, so these visits who were lucky and lived close by, especially monks, well, they had, it was a blessing for them, but for people, who sometimes traveled or walked days to see a spiritual father, it was tough. But those things, they, they are saying that if you are not able to find uh, your spiritual father, uh, it means this guide with this discernment, so you should turn to these holy fathers, these writings. That he said that they, their writings were preserved by God's providence. 
to serve as a as a knowledge for for us and we we and 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 this is very if you ask that saint you choose to read that be my spiritual father so he accepts you and then you read this obedience of disciple and try to fulfill what he's saying suddenly you start to see that you read something a little bit and it is like okay this is like just for me it is something shame comes because those words shows you that how wrong you were in your thinking you know that and or there is a some kind of exercise i said well this is too tough for me but you try it you realize <coughs> it was something that was the perfect thing for me at the time to do to follow so so yes you know that that for sure we are doing confession but we uh, we have to turn to holy fathers too and to read them and if you do it this way like this open heart when you listen them as they were and you take this okay he is talking to me now I am in front of me he's talking to these words to me and suddenly you start to realize that okay uh, there is there are there are things in my soul these words are uncovering you know you start to understand movements why some things are happening just as an example like what Craig was saying about yeah you have this knowledge but you got to realize where this knowledge is coming from that God is giving you this knowledge I mean I'm a convert to Catholicism first Roman and now Byzantine but I mean I knew all the arguments I knew all the words I mean, I wasn't that there was a conflict or anything about it. It's you know, I didn't, I wasn't against the Catholic Church sure. or anything, but I didn't believe. And it wasn't till that one day, and I know a specific day when it happened, that all of a sudden it just all sunk in. Mm-hmm. That's where it was just. That's, I mean, the Holy Spirit finally opened up my mind to understand all those things that I had heard just didn't agree with didn't really have an argument against them and never really wanted to argue against them mm-hmm. that, you know that okay that's what you believe I believe this fine whatever but at that there was that one point where that grace of the Holy Spirit you, you're receiving that grace and that's when all that knowledge all of a sudden just sunk in and it, and it wouldn't have if, if I hadn't been opened up if, if I hadn't been given that grace it never would have happened, but through the knowledge of people telling me, "Well, this is this is why, and this is how, and this is you know why you should believe this," and in one ear and out the other, I had the knowledge, but it didn't mean anything to me. But that knowledge finally meant something when I was opened up to it by the grace that was given me, and I, I think that's I mean going yeah. along with what Craig said that sure that. I mean, you can have knowledge, but it can mean nothing unless you're actually given that grace to understand or to articulate it. 
actually. Like, I remember something Father Baron Jr. said to me when he was a deacon. I picked up the book of St. Joseph the Hesychist, and in two days I finished it. And uh, he said, did you like it? I said, yeah. He takes it, he goes, okay. And he gives it back and he says, now read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and he goes, and pray. He said, and pray. And when I did, it was exactly that. It was, no matter what page I turned to, it was just, yeah, this guy's speaking to me. And um, I, I think you had talked, you had quoted a saint in saying this, um, that there's shame that leads to God, and then there's shame that leads to despair. And it was that, like, through prayer and through reading and seeing the words of Joseph the Hesychist, that shame of repentance came through and understanding that you, it, not, not just an intellectual understanding, mm -hmm. but a spiritual one. But I hold, I hold that memory. <laughs> so it's good memory. <laughs> to treasure that. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I'm thinking of is that, you know, in the 19th, 20th century, the focus has become on one or subjective feelings, but also the in a way, falling prey to apologetics, where it's about intellectual arguments versus, you know, in past centuries, people learned about God through the divine liturgy and through iconography. And that every, in a way, every mystery that we have is in, contained in the divine liturgy so that something like this that seems like it was written you know fifth sixth century yeah because they're part of the cloud of witnesses when we pray the liturgy they are alive so it's not treating it as if it's like a dead work yeah yeah you're right and another thing is that uh, or we all see and understand and we see all these scandals in the church and we are not happy about that. And uh, I just heard today there was a news that one bishop in India was like forced to resign but there was reasons for that. He didn't live life as a bishop, as a priest, he didn't live life as a Christian. So it was correct. And, you know, it's, it's so difficult. You say, well, how it is possible? How it is possible that he became bishop? And, but, well, anyway, but if you look to all each scandal, 
it's difficult in the church, crisis. When you start to look at this, analyze, yeah, sure, you can point to many problems, but there's one problem there which connects all these crises together. <coughs> that we don't live spiritual life. You know? Probably some, somebody told me uh, that uh, I don't know if it is rule or not, probably yes. Uh, but probably yes, because there are conditions for priesthood and everything that, that like bishop, you have to have doctorate, you know, you have to reach some kind of education, you know, to become. I said, well, this is horrible criterion. You know, if if you are searching for a bishop, you should search for the most pious man. Like it was in, in the case of Saint Nicholas, our patron. They found, they put condition, search for the pious priest, and they found him. And became great. Uh, now you have to fulfill all this norms, you know, you have to be PhD almost, you know. St. Peter would have never been a priest. Oh, for, for sure not. And all these apostles, for real. They, they would be not qualified for that. But, well, because consternation is on this, so this formation in spiritual life to grow in virtues and to work on yourself and to grow in holiness is somehow behind. We are talking about that, but in some kind of like Okay, this is how we should talk, like this religious talk it is. But but uh, many times this this whole this internal life sometimes missing, you know. Well, I don't want to be unjust or critical. It's maybe not missing, maybe it is not in that measure which is needed. I will put it this way. And uh, but it's evident that if you look at any of the crises, you find people there who were who acted through passions, who were slaves of passions, and those passions led them to activity which, in the end, caused huge crises. And uh, it's difficult to change. And uh, so. It's good to start, I think, again, this is my, I'm sure about that, that if we start here on parish level to learn this art of spiritual life and to, to try to grow step by step, I think that we cannot change the world now, but new generation, your children, grandchildren, Probably they will be so strong generation that there will be vocations which will bring many to holiness, and this holiness can can save the world. Like save, no, not this way, but I mean to to bring some kind of order, or a correct understanding of this Christianity. All right, thank you very much. Uh -huh.